This show is brought to you by Crunchy Red Fruit. Crunchy Red Fruit is a wine circle created by master sommelier Jackson Rohrbaum. As one of Seattle's top psalms, he's tasted over a thousand wines, and he created Crunchy Red Fruit to share them with you. I think you should join Crunchy Red Fruit, and here's Jackson telling you why. Shopping for wine is overwhelming, and oftentimes the types of wines you find at a grocery store are just not that good to begin with. So I'm bringing you wine that I've tasted and vetted because I taste thousands of wines a year uh, from small family growers that's made with organic viticulture that are really beautiful expressions of wines and they're really hard to find wines that I'll bring right to your door rather than you having to go out and find them and shop for them. Uh, I am telling stories, I'm educating, and there's going to be video content around all these wines so that you can learn along with us as we uh, pop bottles and have fun with wine together. There you have it. Visit CrunchyRedFruit.com to learn more and to sign up for this very unique wine experience. Hey, DJ, toma la disco. Toma la disco. This is old. Yeah. It's a remix, obviously. Obvio. <laughs> but I love it. I've been listening to it nonstop. Who, what, who and what is this? Well, it's Chino Nacho. So but, the, but they're not the original? No, this is the remix of their song. Oh. But I don't know who remixed it. It's just so... Very upbeat. Upbeat. Feels like a aerobic song. To aerobicize to it. So we have a fish tank in the studio. Multiple fish tanks in the studio. And I'm just looking at it right now, and those, those black, those ones with the dark fins. Yeah. They killed my fish. Well, that's not very nice. They're, they're. I have a fish called the. Siamese algae eater. Yeah. I have a feeling he's going to be dead tomorrow because they're picking on him big time. Why don't you relocate him? Because I have no place to put him. Seems like you should research fish. No, they're supposed to. They're all tetras. They're They're supposed to be all community fish, but. That one has different energy. <laughs> that masculine energy? Yeah. <laughs> Hello, everybody. And welcome back to the Reality Happy Hour podcast with wife. That's me. And today is 90 Day Fiance Before the 90 Days season... For episode 10. Yes. This is number 10 for us. This is a milestone. Yeah. Number 10 on our new platform. Right. It's not a platform. Uh, what's the new show? In our new show. This is the 10th episode of our new show. So it's not new anymore. Yeah. Like once you've done something 10 times, you're not new. No, we're so, veterans. Yeah. So this is the 10th episode. The 10th episode. Of our show. So thank you guys for listening. 
you know, I keep on saying, I keep on forgetting to remind you guys to subscribe at the f- start of the show. Oh, I say yeah. it at the end, but I got to get you guys at the beginning. So <laughs> right. we're on, I, right now we're focusing on iTunes. So make sure that you follow us or subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, rate us. Give us five stars. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> there is not. Um, and follow the Instagram account. Reality Happy Hour on Instagram. Reality Happy Hour. And then listen, or you can listen to the show on realityhappyhour.com. Uh, so thank you for that. And also uh, remind you that our sponsors, Crunchy Red Fruit, they keep on killing it with these uh, with these wine boxes. Relief box. Relief box. They're they're in they just released their final relief box. Oh, it's the last one? That was hard to say. Released the relief box. Yes. And they're gonna do it through May. And so there's a new set of wine, mm. which I'm super excited about because the other set was amazing. So I'm sure this is going to be amazing. Yeah. Well, we've uh, every box we've gotten from from Jackson mm-hmm. uh, has been fantastic. I will be ordering mine tomorrow. So yeah. So go visit them, CrunchyRedFruit.com, and then follow them on social. Uh, Jackson has a bunch of content out that he really likes to educate his customers on the wine viticulture mm-hmm. and whatnot. Yeah, what he puts in. So, like, I order a lot of wine online, and they often come with stuff. But his stuff that it comes with is super cool, and I actually read it. The other stuff I'll skim, but his is really helpful. Yeah. It, like, tells you it's it's easy to read. It's It tells you a little bit about the wine, what you should eat, eat it with, drink it with, what, what, it, what food you should have with it. <laughs> And it's really helpful. Yeah. And he he's really into music. Oh, yeah. And what you should listen to. (laughs) Jackson is super into music. So he's makes suggestions on what to listen to. The last box had artists that I've never heard of. I know. Me either. And I forgot. And actually, actually, I haven't looked. Yeah. Well, because I went to go back and look at it and you have relocated the the page somewhere that I couldn't find. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, check them out, crunchyredfruit.com and on the socials. Um, and then also Rancho Bravo um, tacos. I had them today. We, oh, had, we yes. had Rancho for lunch today. I had today. taquitos. So good. And I had some gar- tacos of carnitas, which mm, is cooked pork. Oh, it was really good. I got distracted. I, yeah, I got distracted. Um, so I didn't eat it when I first brought it home. Right. Um, but, you know, even r- cold-ish, <laughs> it was still good. Well, I've had plenty of their tacos reheated, and it is very good. Yeah, it's good. Because so, I can never eat as many as you bring me. Well, except for today, because you brought me taquitos. And I ate them all, because I was starving. And they were delicious. Yeah, so thanks to Rancho. Um, yeah, so don't forget, Crunchy Red Fruit, mm-hmm. Rancho, and uh, to subscribe on iTunes. Okay, so we're on episode 10. 10. There was a cliffhanger. Yes. Uh, That was the best cliffhanger of recent 90-day history. It was David and... Lana. Lana. (laughs) Air quotes, Lana. Yeah, a.k.a. uh, invisible (laughs) person, a.k.a. Non-existent. Non-existent. (laughs) A.K.A. some 
lady that probably died 150 years ago <laughs> that they just found her name and on the tombstone <laughs> of a really old cemetery. So the cliffhanger was David went to an address that she uh, drove to an address because he's being <laughs> really creepy. <laughs> okay, we talked about this last week. I don't think that's creepy at all, actually. And until people brought it up is the only the first time I even thought that would be creepy. That was creepy. Well, if you should have told her, uh, if he had told her, then maybe not creepy. But all right, he didn't tell her. And then he went okay. around just looking for her. I'll give you that one. And every person that he showed that photo to, he's like, she's been my girl for six years. <laughs> Have you seen her? <laughs> Have you seen her? <laughs> Tell me. That's a song. Oh, it is. Okay, no singing. So, yeah. So he goes there, finds her, another air quotes, her apartment. Yeah. Knocks on the door. That's last week. Knocks on the door. The door opens, but then poof. That's the end of the episode. Nope. We don't know who answers. But we find out that. But thank you, TLC, for not making us wait through three hour long. I was really worried. Oh, was three gonna hours. Make us wait till the end of this extra yeah. long episode. Hopefully this is going to be a 45 minute recap <laughs> of a three the hour rate show. We're going right now. I'm not thinking so. But anyway, so. So who opens the door? So an old guy. Anatoly. Anatoly. Anatoly opens the door. He's cute. And. <laughs> I guess this sh- this just goes to show how awkward and weird and social IQ points of zero <laughs> David has because he's he didn't have anything. Pr- I mean, he obviously he he knew that there was a chance that Lana would not answer the door. Oh no, he was f- he fully believed had she full was faith. gonna answer the door so but he didn't have anything prepared and she's gonna be in a full body cast and that's why she couldn't make it <laughs> like in oh what's that movie something 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 i don't know <laughs> so he and it's totally oh, an affair to remember affair to remember is that the movie no, i have no idea one of those old timey movies where that's what happens like she's gonna meet him but she gets hit by a bus or a taxi a taxi i think oh okay well, no, but this was not it. <laughs> well, that's what he's thinking. Anatoly opens the door, and David just stands there and then says, uh, yeah, Lana? <laughs> and then he's like, nope, I'm Anatoly. <laughs> well, I'm not Lana. <laughs> and then. Thanks for asking. <laughs> and then he shows, he doesn't do Google. He obviously. It has to be set up. I mean, we we preface everything by saying that it has to be set up. But he didn't use Google Translate until way later. Like, he didn't even attempt it. So the first thing he does is show Anatoly the picture of Lana and says, this is my girl. She's been my girl for six years. Like, why does Anatoly care about this? <laughs> but then, he, but he like seems to really understand. He's he like, does. "Oh yeah, well I've been here twenty five years and I've never seen her." <laughs> Although, what are the chances even though she that, wasn't alive twenty five years ago? <laughs> what are the chances that Anatoly is Lana? Mm, fairly unlikely. Hmm, that would have been a funny twist. That would have been a good twist. But what if, I mean, how could he prove it? I don't think he could. Not unless David said, let me see your computer. But <laughs> yeah. do you think Anatoly is big on email? Probably not. Yeah. I mean, so, that still seems, it seems a little odd to me 
that if a person was giving a fake address, that it would be it would be an actual place. I mean, if I was giving a fake address, I would just like name off some random thing. So what's the odds that like the street number and the house number and everything actually exists? Hmm. So I'm thinking that this address is it the Lana, whoever this Lana is. This is there's some relation here. Like But if she cuz he got if she gave that address for a trip. Right. Maybe Maybe that's like a friend's grandpa right. or something, because if they needed to mail her something, she could still get it. Yeah. I mean, I think we've all pretty much decided that the Lana in the pictures does not exist. Well, OK, that person exists, but that person is not Lana. So the Lana that actually is corresponding with David could be his granddaughter, but he doesn't know it because that's not her in the picture. And her yeah. name is not Lana. Right. So I still something. Yeah, something's fishy. Yeah. But who knows? It's Russia. <laughs> it could be. It could still be Anatoly. <laughs> well, it could be. So I they guess. had a, they had that weird uh, inner uh, ex- exchange. Yeah. And then he uh, uh, then he seems really upset. Yeah. No, my favorite part of this whole scene was Anatoly's interview where he said he pretty much said this happens a lot. American yeah. men are looking for brides yeah. and they shouldn't do that. <laughs> it's very similar to what the lady in the restaurant said. Yeah. So like this city must be a hotbed for American men. So yeah. they're all like, yep, there's another one. <laughs> that's funny. Okay. Yeah. Right. So that's where we leave. Them. So David, although Flash forward to next week, we see in the preview, like we think David's done, but oh no, he's not done. He's going to hire a private investigator. Yeah, that's a good use of funds. So next week we get to see part two of looking Nonsense. for Lana. Yeah. <laughs> All, All right. right. Next. Next. Let's do Big Ed. Big Ed. Big Ed. After oh, after his unsuccessful attempt to be an apprentice at the big at uh, the pig farm, <laughs> apprentice. Yeah, he could. <laughs> he asked for permission to take her on a vacation. Yes, which Ed Ed did, did some planning here. Yeah, he got plane tickets and they went to another <laughs> island, <The> Sheridan. <laughs> They went to a place that had hot water and so. Do you think no mice? Did he just call a travel agent? Do you th- I'm thinking he did. That seems like a big Ed sort of thing to do. He called a travel agent and said, "Make this happen." How hard is it? Uh, well, I don't picture him making all those arrangements. Uh, I don't. It's not that hard. Well, no, it's not. I think he's. Uh, uh, I think he knows the ways of the internet. Well, I didn't say that he was unable to do it. I just said I don't picture that happening. Well, I think he did. Hmm. Well, anyway, he they went to this island, beautiful beach. Oh yeah, it looks amazing there. But the first thing we see is Big Ed with his uh, bed head. <laughs> I know, and he'd already been up and made coffee, and he still looked a mess. Yeah, he had on his usual shirt and, and was walking around in boxers. Very revealing. Well, they weren't box. They were like speedos. No, they were they boxers. Were like speedo boxers. Well, they were no. boxer briefs. 
boxers are loose. They were boxer These briefs. These things were very form-fitting. Yeah, they could make out his beans and franks. <laughs> yeah, those are things I do not want to make out. Big Ed's beans and franks. <laughs> so he he tells, he, he sort of seems like, he, he makes it seem like Rose is going to be super happy by the revelation of these gifts. Oh, my god! He's like, I have a surprise for you. Yeah. Though the first one. No, okay. wait, what was the first one? Okay. Well, let's not belabor this. But so my beef with this is actually not everybody else's beef. So my beef is that he gives her a bikini and he pulls out the bikini like, look what I bought for you for the pool. And then he pulls out the bikini top and he goes, this is what you wear on top. Like, come on, dude. Like, she has never seen a bikini before in her entire life. And if you hadn't have told her that you put this on the top, was she going to put it on her head? Like, Maybe. Oh, my gosh. That's, I just, I you already wanted to punch him. And he hadn't even gotten to the actual bad part. You want to give him this. a punch? I do want to give him a punch. Because I'm like, that is the most ridiculous thing I have ever heard. Well, does Big Ed have experience in giving women bikinis and lingerie? Well, actually, yes, he does, because he photographs beautiful women for a living. So he has a lot of experience working with women who are scantily clad. No, but in giving them as gifts. Well, but what difference does that make? He's implying that she doesn't know what a bikini is and doesn't understand how to wear a bikini. Or he hadn't given, he's never given a bikini as a gift and just meant to say, this is the top. Well, why would you have to say that? Well, maybe if he hadn't said it, she would have thought that he only bought the bottoms and wanted her to be topless. <laughs> well, if you hand someone tops and bottoms at the same time. They were, didn't he give him one, didn't he give her the bottoms first and then the tops? Well, I don't know. I think he wanted it to be super clear that he expected her to be fully clothed. Oh, my gosh. Whatever. <laughs> he just sounded like a total moron. Yeah. Well, that's uh, not even the worst of his And that's actually what here. made me the most mad. Until... I don't think that Rose uh, was especially offended by that. Well, no, she's not offended, but that's just ridiculous. And that's just proving my point of the fact that he thinks that she has zero social sensibility or knowledge which is completely untrue yeah. and quite the opposite actually well, i don't what's where's that or being told that your breath stinks well yeah <laughs> so then in between he gives her a negligee which he calls a teddy which is expected because all the creepy old american dudes bring creepy lingerie to their at least it wasn't out of candy yeah it wasn't at least it, was, it wasn't made out <laughs> wasn't of candy like caesar yeah, it was it was ugly though, but whatever. And then he busts out the mouthwash and toothbrush and toothpaste, yeah. and again acts like she's never seen or used any of those items. Well, and feels the need to explain what they are for. You don't know that because you don't know how bad her breath was. If her breath if her breath was mega bad, then. It's not that uh, far of a stretch. Well, clearly she does not have rotten teeth. Like if you'd never brushed your teeth, you wouldn't have teeth. So clearly she takes care of her teeth. True. So that is a ridiculous thing that he, I mean, perhaps her breath is bad. I mean, whatever. I, I believe that that's true, 
But the fact that he acted like he like hands this to her, he's like, this is the toothbrush that you use for your teeth. And here's some good tooth. It's like, come on, dude. Like she knows how to use a toothbrush. And then she even said that. She's like, I brush my teeth every day. <laughs> she has an ulcer. Uh, yeah. That's why her. Then the next episode, he better get her some uh, milk of magnesia. Yeah. Well, I think I think I read ulcers are like um, like antibiotics will fix those. They're like like bacteria. Yeah. Well, I don't know. So she needs better health care, maybe. Well, I'm in America. That's why she wants Big Ed. <laughs> I guess. So the next we see them, um, he's very proud of himself that he made the arrangements to have this nice poolside dinner. And he finally decides to say, hey, your sister asked me for money. Yeah. Were you in on this? Right in the middle of their nice romantic dinner. Even though they'd already spent the entire day together at the beach just chilling when there was a million and one perfectly good opportunities to No, that was the the beach was the next day. No, no. Yeah. No, it was the day because that's when they made up. He's like, oh, no, they went um, to the monkey place. That's what they did. Yeah, you're right. The beach was the next day. So, no, they spent all day at the monkey island where he got a costume by monkeys. Yeah, we got that rearranged. And that was my, actually, that was my favorite part of this when he got accosted by monkeys and he freaked out. Those monkeys had some mega teeth. Those were vampire monkeys. I wouldn't want to get bitten by that monkey. Yeah, no, me either. But it was so amazing. Or get scratched. That they attacked him. <laughs> they like. I'm curious. Like, are there any injuries uh, resulting from those monkeys? I'm curious. Well, not from people paying attention. From idiots hmm. hanging bananas out of their backpacks. <laughs> yeah. So these monkeys came up and pickpocketed him, and he freaked out. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> I think it's uh, a bit interesting of how how okay it is for some men to have complete freakouts in public like yelling <laughs> well, I'm not and sure screaming if it's okay ever <laughs> especially when you're on a date with the girl that you're sort of i'm assuming he's trying to impress yeah i mean yeah i don't think i would do that <laughs> she's like calm down <laughs> yeah she's like telling him to calm down don't worry and, but then she's but she says it with a smile that was awesome it is funny that she takes pleasure in his Un- uh, very being very uncomfortable because <laughs> it's amazing yeah <laughs> like calm down calm down ed <laughs> take it easy <laughs> oh, so then they go back and have their dinner then they go back have their that. dinner and he they bring him a steak that's as big as him oh i know it's as that, big as his head it looked delicious that steak and he said <laughs> he started the conversation they bring him the food, <laughs> and then he's like, "No, let's talk about this after we <laughs> yeah, eat, after we eat." But Rose has said, "Nope." Tell me now. Tell me now. <laughs> so then that's when they have the. Your sister asked me for money. Were you in on it? Yeah. Although she didn't really answer the oh, question. Yeah, she's totally in on it, but no. But she did sell her sister out towards the end. Yeah. No judgment, Rose. I am perfectly fine with you being in on it, even though you sort of claim to not be, but. Whatever. I'm okay with that. Yeah, the cameraman purposefully got footage of her leg shaking quite violently. Yeah. We all know you're not madly in love with Big Ed and you're not in this for love. So 
This is not a shocking surprise. Yeah, it's a ticket yeah. to San Diego. <laughs> yeah, it's a great place. Right. So they have the they have the talk, and she says no. And as soon as well, she doesn't say no right away. But as soon as she says no, Big Ed says, "Okay, we need to talk to her." And <laughs> yeah. she says, "Okay, we'll both talk to her." And Ed gave this major sigh of relief. <laughs> I'm so relieved. I'm so relieved. But then uh, uh, declared his trust and loyalty to her, saying that he believed her. I believe you. So it didn't take much to. Yeah. It's like, Ed, uh, Rose and her sister want money from you. (laughs) Rose, were you in on it? No. This is proof that clearly Rose (laughs) and her sister are not trying to take money from you. I was trying to verbalize uh, a meme. I don't think it went very yeah, well. Yeah, no. Yeah. So, but he was appeased pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, then they had their, the they had their dinner, and she, um, she she sort of asked him the question of, "Do you want to love me? Like, do you want?" Because he he said, "I want someone who's going to be loyal and never leave." Oh yeah, and she's like, "Do you want that with me?" Yeah, and he didn't answer. Although he didn't answer because of the, because of the money thing. But yeah. come on, like he he, you should have said yes right away. Yeah. But uh, what's the deal with this? Well, anyway, the cliffhanger for this one is Rose wants kids, two Ed, babies, two babies. Ed says nope. Well, he doesn't say nope. That's the problem. Well, he's gonna say nope. Yeah. That was the. So. They did that in the preview. She says she wants to, and he's like, uh-huh. Like, yeah. <laughs> nope, I'm going to get a vasectomy. So who knows how that's going to yeah. go. Yeah. But it's exciting. Yeah, I, I'm turning on Big Ed. He was he was f- cool, funny. Oh, he's still kind of funny. But actually, he's but, very funny. <laughs> <laughs> but likable funny. Especially when he's getting attacked by monkeys. <laughs> now he's kind of just a prick. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I... I'll come around. Like I know he kind of doesn't know any better, but his Instagram lives are pretty funny. Yeah, it is pretty funny. Now he's just, he's just goofing on himself I now. I don't hate him personally. I just hate how he's being. Yeah. All right. Who's next? All right. So let's do Jeffrey and Oh Varia. Varia, because yeah. nothing much went on with them. Yeah. So they they continue with their plans. Yeah. He told her family about his criminal past, and, and Varia's getting over it. That didn't go so well, but so she's like, eh, I don't know yet. This episode, uh, Jeffrey has this crazy Russian friend named Igor. Igor, yeah. And they decide to go camping with yeah. him. Yeah. So okay, pause here. Varia does not seem to be super into camping. So this would be different if she was like super camping is my life. I love camping. But I mean, she seems to be kind of indifferent about it. So if you are going to woo your potential bride and she's not expressed the fact that she's super into camping, why would you take her camping with another man that you don't even really know that well. Well, you don't have to. There's levels here of camping. I'm pretty well, sure it's just nor. I don't think it's. I think she's. It, it doesn't matter. And they're out in the middle of nowhere, so it's not well, like that's how Russia is. Well, right. Everything is out so in the middle of nowhere. So this isn't like a campground. This is like you go <laughs> dig a hole in the forest. <laughs> you sound very American. Right well, now. I know that's what I'm saying. And but I mean, she's not American. And, but that's fine. She's I, Russian. If you yes. 
and going there's nothing wrong with going camping and that's fine if she was like super into camping and if they talked about camping and how they love camping so but, you're saying that only people who mega love camping only go camping no i'm you're missing my point I'm saying on your first trip together, when you have a very limited amount of time with each other, yeah. and I would assume that the the goal is to have intimate time with each other. So you take a chunk of this time and you go camping in the middle of nowhere in the least sexy place there is. And it looks like there's only one tent. So you share a tent with this big Russian dude. They're not going to share a tent. Where, okay. Who, did you see more than one tent? Did they show more than one? No. They're not going to share a tent. Maybe that dude even really lives nearby. You're making lots of assumptions here. Well, then that's weird. So, like, come camp on my property. See you later. I'm going to go sleep in my bed. I mean, yeah, that was a very weird setup. <laughs> that whole thing was weird and awkward. So pretty much it was just an excuse to sit at a picnic table and drink a bunch of vodka. Yeah. That's all you need. But that's just weird. That was just weird. All of it was weird. I think it was more weird that he obviously went to go take a dump because he took his shovel. Yeah. And they, <laughs> the friend and Varya took that time <laughs> to talk about him. And he was a good buddy. Right. He was like, well, he's you, a good guy. I mean, so like every time you meet the friend, the main person has to disappear. <laughs> yeah. But like, where are you going to go? Because you're in the middle of the wilderness. We'll go take a dump. Exactly. But it was so funny because you could see in his face, he was a little bit embarrassed because he's like, okay, I'm going to. Well, he didn't say it, but you could. His face was like, all right. I'm gonna need to take this shovel. And then when he came, when he came back, like the toilet roll was kind of uh, swinging in the breeze, <laughs> and he had it over the shovel handle. And it's like, yep, I just went into the woods and took a dump and buried it. What did you guys, What did you guys do? Okay, he did not say that, but he might as well have. And that, that that's funny. how romantic that no, whole entire thing was. It was acceptable. Well, it's acceptable if you've been together for a while, and it's acceptable if you live in the same city there, she's russian okay i'm not seeing the correlation here that she's she doesn't know what glam camping that you like to do well that has she, that's irrelevant and she took him to that place the first day that they were together which is pretty much out in the middle of nowhere it was just a park well okay going to on a day trip to a park by yourselves when you're trying to get to know each other is romantic going out in the middle of nowhere with some guy you barely know well i don't out in the middle of nowhere is kind of par for the course when you're i just don't think that was a wise choice either way to do on a get to know you trip yeah so we're having a difference of opinion (laughs) Just like Ash and Avery had as we move yes. on. All right. So, yeah. <laughs> We're back to Australia. Back to Australia. Avery and Ash. Like the, the, the only question, it, like the, the, what he said or what he believes doesn't even matter. Well, so, okay. So Ash is doing a seminar. Okay. So there's so many questions. I won't even start. He's doing a 30-minute seminar at a hotel for a handful of women. It was a hotel. It looked like a mall to me. Yeah, they said hotel. Did they? So it was a hotel. But like at the shopping, like on lower-level shopping, because I could have sworn I saw stores yeah. outside of the door. That's kind of common. 
So. But even before that, even before he actually does it, when they, they do his little one-on-one, he talks about how seminars are great because you can reach more people mm-hmm. and you you have, well, basically that reach more people. And then he basically, what did he say? He actually, he said you can monetize it. Yeah. Like you can, you know, because obviously he, he wants to, you know, you if it's free, it doesn't matter if it's free, but he's then hoping that you, uh, he gets hired. Right. And gets clients. Understood. But when he said that, it really made it seem like he had done hundreds of these. <laughs> like he was a veteran at doing seminars and public speaking and that he has, you know, he has it down. But it, it wasn't. So oh, that's no. what I was looking at. It's like, who cares what he said, really? But it was that it was it to me, it was more of you tripped over yourself mm-hmm. over and over and mm-hmm. over again. And then you weren't able to recover. Yeah. And then you took a time out. <laughs> when yeah. a, I've never been. I've been to. Well, both of us have been to many, many seminars and conventions. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen uh, someone walk out. <laughs> no. And then come back. <laughs> that was awesome. That was That's awesome. He funny. went back. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Well, okay. I know we didn't see the entire thing because that wouldn't have been possible. It was only thirty minutes. But, I'm pretty sure we saw the highlight. I mean, the supposedly mega it was thirty minutes, according to what he said. But there was no intro. Again, there. I mean, I'm sure he must have done some sort of intro. Yeah, he had to. Have. But it but was that would have taken ten minutes. I know. Yeah, I was very confused. The the title of the seminar did not match what he was saying. Yeah. And he didn't have any visual aids except for some crazy whiteboard that he should have printed on. something out. It was yeah. It was no it handouts. Was, it was more no of PowerPoints. The, and I think you were talking about this before. It's his pompousness, yeah, that just made it super worse. Because again, who cares what he believes? But yeah. the fact that he isn't able to clearly, not even clearly, <laughs> Merkel, Merk, Merkley. Mer- what is that like word? Merkley. <laughs> I don't think that's a word. It is a word. Uh, <laughs> tell people what he like. He's if it's thirty like thirty minutes when you're talking goes by in a mm-hmm. blink of an eye. Oh yeah, it is super fast. Well, if you have something to say. Have, <laughs> <laughs> and again, this is because we've both. I've given. I've been. I've. I've. I've spoken in front of large groups of people mm-hmm. lots and lots of times, and. Uh, you know, most of the time I was sober. <laughs> okay. That's a whole different story. <laughs> but I knew ex- I had an outline of what I was going to say. Yeah. I either had my outline on my phone or I had it printed out <laughs> um, or I just spoke from a brochure. Like, right. So if he's a businessman and he does this, obviously he does not create any sort of collateral for himself. <laughs> yeah. It, it, all he does is uh, actually today was the very first time that I went to his Instagram page and it's all stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all st- it, it, he does. The one thing that I will give him kudos about is the format of his feed because mm-hmm. he does stupid platitude saying <laughs> in just text and then a picture stupid platitude saying then a picture. Mm. So he alternates everyone. So it, it, his I mean, mm. visually, it's visually pleasing. Oh. But it's all nonsense. <laughs> it's all fortune cookie uh, mumbo jumbo. Re- yeah, it's just just oh, that fish is gonna kill my fish. 
You have to pause and break up a fish fight. Look at that. He ate his. He's eating his back fin. Well, like, make that stop. That's oh, not no, it's still cool. There. Oh, but that one is eating him, too. <laughs> oh, man. Do you we see need that? To take an intermission so you can break up this brawl. No, there's not have nowhere to put him. Look at him. They're all they're all gaining up on him now. Do you see that? Oh, I did see that. Oh, poor guy. Maybe I should move him. You have another tank over. I saw a few fish in that other little tank. Yeah. Oh, okay. But I don't like to cross contaminate. Well, okay. Sorry. Side note. <laughs> All right. So Ash looked like a just like a big dummy. dork, like a big dummy. And then Avery wasn't too happy about that. Yeah. And then they got in a fight, of course. Right. So they went out. They went to walk on this pier, and. They were wearing sweaters, so it must be mega cold. Yeah, there. she remember she made that comment last week about uh, how we're going, going back to Melbourne, going back south, or south. Melbourne, as Melbourne. he said, Melbourne, 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 Melbourne. Melbourne. like Melbourne. a lot less syllables than everybody else. Melbourne, <laughs> and it's cold yeah. there. So she tries to, but I mean they're both annoying. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't like this couple from the beginning, <laughs> but because she's trying to then clarify. And go a mega roundabout way to um, confirm what he believes. But she's asking it in a really aggressive way, which, yeah, yeah, no kidding, he's going to get defensive about that. Right. Well, yeah, she's, this is textbook relationship. She's really frustrated. He's defensive. Well, he's at a, of course, he's got the nothing box in his brain. (laughs) Yeah. He was very much in his nothing box. (laughs) But, She's very, she's, uh, she could use some help in communicating as well because (laughs) the way she shushes him, (laughs) like, like she doesn't shush. She just goes, no, 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 no. Yeah. No, no, no. Like the way she, and she's done that multiple times. She's done that multiple times and he doesn't interrupt her. He lets her for the most part, finish what she has to say. But then he just got sick of her, and he's like, I'm out. <laughs> right. They had their little, uh, what did you say? Women are from Mars. Oh, yeah. Men are from Mars. Well, that's what I said Venus. when he was doing his yeah his seminar. I said, we've all read the Mars and Venus book, and that's old news. So get some new material. Yeah. So, <laughs> so. So, he yeah. gets super frustrated and leaves, and then the producer has <laughs> the to producer go. Producer jumps in, <laughs> says, "Where are you going?" <laughs> producer has a, but who knows if he uh, reins him back in? Yeah, we don't see. That's sort of where we live. Yeah, at. pretty much. So who knows what they're gonna do? Yeah. I'm Although, not, <laughs> I the only reason I care a little bit is because she's our local girl, and you got to root for our local Seattleite. No, but she's she's dumb too. But I don't care that much about this couple. No, I in general. don't either. They're they're both annoying. Kind of a little bit. I mean, Ash probably is suffering from no circulation to the lower part of his body because <laughs> this dude wears the tightest yeah, pants that I've like in every single outfit he's worn. They're the tightest pants, no socks, and <laughs> and his shoes. So first of all, his feet must think. <laughs> Right? I, I would suspect so, yes. And he just tries to be Mr. GQ every second <laughs> of the day. Although, actually, I knew that his seminar was going to crash and burn when he walked in with his with uh, super tight pants, white T-shirt, 
blue blazer and his glasses. It's like I got my Poindexter glasses. <laughs> yeah. yeah, total recipe for a disaster. All right. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. Who cares about this couple? So since we're in Australia, let's talk about our other Australian couple. Right. Stephanie and Erica. Yeah. And guess what? Stephanie is again scared of something <laughs> in this episode. <laughs> and she, or uncomfortable. Because <laughs> she has a fear of sharks. Ah, uh, yes. Which, how do you develop a fear of sharks? Yeah. I mean, where does she live? She lives in New York. New York, yeah. Like upstate New York. Yeah. Well, Queen? Queen? No, York. Brooklyn? Like York. Mm. All right. Okay, and in New York. So, you know, you live, um, you, you, how do you develop this fear of yeah. sharks? Or, She's I mean, I think she just... Shark Week too many I think times. she just says that as a nervous... Well, a lot of people are really afraid of sharks. Well, that's weird. Yeah. Unless you're a fisherman or a surfer. <laughs> yeah, you're a surfer. Or spend lots of time... In right. the water, I'm a little cautious. Shark-infested waters, but yeah, I'm, I, I, it's, I'm thinking it's just a nervous tick of her to say that I'm scared, maybe, or I'm comfortable. It's like some that and like, <laughs> like, like I'm like scared, I'm like uncomfortable. <laughs> so Those anyway, so Erica ticks. has set up this excursion for them to go on a boat and then get in a shark cage, right? And have an up close yeah. and personal encounter with a shark. Which all that goes fine and dandy. Yeah. They, and they have a really good time. Fight during their activity this yeah. episode. And that brought them closer together. Right. Their brush with death with the sharks. Yeah. I wonder how much that cost. It's a good question. I wonder how long it is. Like how long do you get to be down there? Do you only Didn't get to go once? Long. Do you go multiple times? Good question. Because it seemed they were only down there for two minutes. Yeah. There's your shark. There's the shark. Get out. A hundred dollars, please. <laughs> Although she had on, uh, um, Erica had on jellyfish earrings. Yeah, those were pretty those cool. Those were awesome. Yeah. So there <laughs> was no conflict. appropriately. There was no conflict during the actual activity this episode. Yeah. But the conflict came when um, Erica asked Stephanie if she was going to send the picture of them together to her mom. Right. So then, of course, it's going to come out that Stephanie's not really bisexual. <laughs> well, she hasn't come out to her family. I mean, they yeah. all, they well, you both can't come out if you're not. Yeah. I mean, they both knew that already, that neither <laughs> one think, of them have. I think when she but. does tell her mom, she should say, Mom, I'm bi, I'm YouTube bisexual, and this, this is my <laughs> TV girlfriend. That way, she's not really committing to anything. Yeah. See, that's what she should say. So, yeah. So they had that whole conversation about coming out to their parents. Right. And yeah. Erica has mentally prepared herself to do this while Stephanie's there. Yeah. So they make plans to have dinner with her family. Right. And that was the that's, that was where we leave them. Yeah. There's some boomerang thing that oh, yeah, happened too. To but, which okay. I'm going to say something sexist. <laughs> they throw like girls. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Although I asked you if you've ever done that before. And what did you say? I said yes. And? It's hard. <laughs> okay. So that is But I didn't throw it like a girl. <laughs> it's, uh, I threw it like a baseball. Oh. Well, but according there is, to 
there is this flick of the wrist you need to do mm. right before release. Yeah. That is uh, very difficult. And plus, I didn't throw a real boomerang. Mm. I threw one of those Nerf boomerangs. <laughs> so does, do, do those even count? I do not know. You know, because you, like, what if she had been successful and the boomerang came back and, like, it hit her in the head? Oh, well, and she got a concussion. I think. Because those are wood. Well, yes. It's not like it's coming back in. 0.01 seconds. Like so she would just get out of the way. time to see that it's hurling at your head. Well, right. But then she, what if she tries to catch it and she misses it and then it hits her <laughs> in the head? Those things could kill you. They use them for hunting. Well, well, no, but remember that Aborigine guy said that there's different kinds. Like there's the hunting ones. Right. The just playing around in the park. What do the hunting <laughs> ones have? Like, like razor blades attached to them? <laughs> oh, maybe. But it was funny watching. Actually, Stephanie threw way better than Erica. Erica tried to do this underhand softball pitch yeah. type of throw. And uh, Stephanie tried. It was like an in-between, yeah. a regular overhand throw. Well, she was trying to learn from old Aborigine guy. I wanted to see him throw it. I know, and he wouldn't. No, he's like, no, I'm 77 years old. I've thrown enough boomerangs <laughs> in my life. I'm out. I'm out of boomerang throwing <laughs> techniques. That was weird. <laughs> All right. Who's next? All right. Um, We're uh, running through these. We only spent five minutes on Erica. All right. Um, okay. So there was. Let's do the. Let's do um, Yolanda because not much happened. Like not much Yolanda. has happened with Yolanda for about a month. <laughs> no, but this is my favorite. I think this might be my favorite moment in this whole episode. They're still with the. His the internet, his uh, accounts got hacked. Yeah. And I'm being I'm being extorted. So now they got mm -hmm. the great idea of doing a reverse Google image. Well, because now she she brings in another kid. So in addition to her daughter, she brings in her son. Yeah. To do this. So, um, oh, I'm just I blanking on his name. What is his name? I don't know, ta, ta, ta something. No, I don't think so. Um. Yeah, her daughter's name's Kara, but I'm forgetting what her son's name is. So, okay, anyway, so she brings in both of her oldest kids, and then her son's like, let's do a reverse image. And, of course, she's like, I don't know what that is. I've never thought about doing a reverse image well, search. I never heard of that before. So then, <laughs> this is my favorite moment of the whole entire episode. So then she says, yeah, his pictures are in a folder named Williams. <laughs> So nice. he opens the photos and of course he sees the model guy half naked. And then he says, Oh, that's what you're into. That's funny. <laughs> that was the best. And it, that seemed like the most genuine response of the entire episode. He genuinely looked surprised and shocked. <laughs> that is funny. Like, that's and what then you she looked a little embarrassed for a second. Like that's what you have sexy solo time to. <laughs> Of Williams. So, but then, oh, come on, TLC. You're milking this. I know, that's a little too It could have all been done. Like, obviously, <laughs> nothing's going on with her. Just end it. Right. This is like, this is like taking a Band-Aid off over the course of a month. <laughs> Just do, because nothing happens. We don't see yeah. it. No, because he does I mean, the yeah, search. Yeah, there's been plenty and... of, of uh, spoilers right. online, which I don't fully know yet. Yeah, but I don't want to know. But they still haven't done it. So the cliffhanger here is them actually uploading the photo 
to find out. Yeah. So we don't know. But it's taking a know. month to get here. And come on, I'm bored <laughs> with this already. <laughs> I know. It's a little too much. All right. Yolanda's done. All Who's right. Next? Uh, Nigeria. Yeah. So They're, Like, this is another one where. <laughs> Baby girl, Lisa. Like, why was this a three Usman. hour episode? <laughs> I think they're getting carried away. <laughs> I think that they went back and re-edited. They did a re-edit on this episode just so that they wouldn't have to program, find something else mm. for that hour. Well, maybe. Because they're just, obviously, they're not doing anything new. Right. So they have to milk stuff out as much as possible. Fair enough. So that's because that's they have all those bonus scenes that they often put online. So yeah, they could have just added some. I think they're just doing that to take up time. So yeah, but, I'm but bo- you're boring me, TLC. <laughs> but this one, you actually something happened is because this whole drama for the last two episodes with Usman and Lisa is that mommy won't give her blessing, mommy, and apparently that's a mandatory thing. Yeah, in order to get married, and right. so finally this episode, they go to visit her again. Yeah. And, third, and is third time the charm. Then, well, Lisa got the bright idea. She finally, she finally thought like a mom. I think she put her mom hat on and said, "What can I say to mommy that's going to convince her?" And she says, "We promise that we're going to visit at least once a year." Is she said that. She said that. Okay, so then, I didn't hear that part. As soon as she said that, mommy's like, "Oh, hold on." <laughs> yeah. Because before she was all worried that Usman's going to go to America and never come back become a and slave. become a slave and <laughs> get traded on the black market or right. something. I don't know. Well, so, you know, it's happened. <laughs> so as soon as Lisa said, we promise that we're going to visit at least once a year. Yeah. Then she had a sudden abrupt change. Yeah. Well, then she heart. said, she said, I will accept it. <laughs> Yeah. No, she did not say yes. And she did not say, you have my blessing. (laughs) She just said, I'll accept it. She said, I'll accept it. Yeah. So after that, Usman goes, oh, you know what? Uh, I don't. Sorry about that, Usman. When we talk about you. I don't have Usman's song. USB Entertainment. USB Entertainment. (laughs) He and his his brother or his friend? His brother. His brother go to the market. Muhammad. To buy her a ring. Yeah, because that's one of Lisa's many conditions is that you have to propose to me yeah. in person. Right. Before we With get married. Ring. And I have to have a wedding ring. Right. Even though Usman is quick to point out that that is not their tradition to yeah. have rings. But this is his great compromise. Yeah. <laughs> but since that is hers, like he makes some dumb statement about how this is how we're melding our cultures. Yes. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I mean, they sell wedding rings there. <laughs> but I like how they, uh, I like how he describes the difference between Nigerian women and American <laughs> women. Like, Nigerian women like everything flashy, <laughs> bright. <and> s- <coughs> oh, doing Uzba makes me. Yeah. <laughs> they like everything flashy. Yeah. And bright. And Lisa wants you know, something and, simple. And classy. I like it when he classy. said classy. Yeah. Like he described the most gaudy thing and then he said classy. <laughs> and the guy, uh, the guy who was going to sell it to him just hands him a box of yeah. rings like they do in Mexico. <laughs> yep. It looks exactly like yeah. the Mexico box of rings. And, yeah, and then he's like, what about, and then he finds the simplest just band, yeah. wedding band. And the, the, the vendor says, that is not flashy. <laughs> Like, it yeah. is not. <laughs> so he bought it, and he bought it for seventy thousand 
Nigerian dollars. Yeah. And uh, if I remember correctly, a goat cost 40000 Mm-hmm. And was about a hundred and something, a hundred and forty. So this ring set Usman back a, a little bit over two hundred bucks. Mm. So he has big spender. But you know this. You know why he's getting royalties from us? <laughs> it looked like he was buying two rings. So I was wondering, are they both for her, or is one his? Like, is he gonna wear a ring? Yeah. He's already wearing a ring. I think. I think. He, yeah. I don't know. I thought it was just one of those rings that looked like two. Hmm. <clears throat> Maybe. Well, we shall see. The next, then, then they go on a walk uh, to this little fruit stand. Oh yeah. And buy some fruit that baby girl Lisa didn't like. <laughs> and Usman is chowing down on. Was it fruit or was it like, hey. like a like a jelly candy? Like a homemade jelly candy. Do candy. not know. I was very perplexed. Because they were selling that. fruit, but it didn't seem like that's what they... Well, anyway. So, Usman took this time to say, Baby Lisa, <laughs> before we get married, we have to sort some things out. You can't be bossing me around. <laughs> so, he goes on this little tirade of how he's going to be in charge, and she can't boss him around. And oh, the woman has to be loyal, which it's pretty interesting that they put this scene in with the Ash and Avery scene. <laughs> like, obviously, there's some dichotomy there. Uh, that's her uh, irony or whatever you want to call it. But it, it was so funny that Usman was establishing his or trying to uh, establish his male energy. Yeah. His male dominant yep. energy. According to Ash, because <laughs> he has all the masculine energy. Because he has awesome masculine <laughs> energy. <laughs> and uh, Lisa was not having it. Oh no, she did not. She let him finish, though. She didn't. <laughs> she didn't say, "Hey, hey, hey, hey." No, she did not. She but let him finish. <laughs> then she promptly <laughs> jumped up. <laughs> she promptly said, "I'm not a dog." And then f you. And then yes. she got up. Oh and, yeah, and she flipped him off. And then she as flipped she him was off. Walking as she was walking away. <laughs> It's like, okay. And the memes of this are so hilarious, too. They're like, um, you know, someone, what, what, what was the, which one am I thinking about? Where the guy telling you he's going to be in charge of the table when you're the one who bought the table. Oh, right. Or the head of the table, yeah. Yeah. A, telling, a guy telling you he's going to be head of the table when you <laughs> bought the table. So, I mean, oh. but it is, it is slightly interesting to see the different, I mean... The the, the, yeah. the the differences there. <laughs> but baby girl Lisa, no. Nope. No. So who knows what's going to happen with them? Yeah, so that's where we <clears throat> leave them. Like, we don't know if she actually leaves or if. She was walking towards a van. I'm curious if that's the taxi. Yeah. Or if that's the, the vehicle that took them there. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm waiting for Usman to, Soldier Boy. I'm waiting for Soldier Boy to release another one. Yeah. It's like, baby girl. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> when I said there can't be two kings, there will be war. I really meant you are my queen and there will be no war. Yeah, get on that. As I was eating my fruit, I was. <laughs> I've been doing pretty good at bars lately, but not right now. Oh. So that's it for them. Yeah. So uh, then we have one more. Who? 
Who? The one you always forget. That's oh. why we always do them last. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm just so sick of her. So we already knew this was happening from the preview from last week. Yeah. But Tom, of course, couldn't leave well enough alone. Well, and he had a little bit of... Uh, of uh, regret, yeah, yeah a little I'm bit of what's it called? Skeptical. What of conscience? A little bit of uh, what's that saying? I I don't. I think his saying is, "Oh, I want to be on one more episode. So what can I do to get on one more episode?" <laughs> so I will take an Uber to Connecticut. I wonder how much that Uber was. Yeah, I, I don't know how far away that is. Actually, it's not that far. So a bunch of people on the Stern show were live in Connecticut. Mm. And it's they say it's like a 45 minute. Yeah. It's like a 45 minute drive. So he well, supposedly she blocks him, which okay, I'm still very confused by all these people not having each other's phone numbers. That's a whole other conversation. But I guess you can block a phone number. I don't think she actually did that. But whatever. She blocks him on. You can block a phone number. That's what I just said. I said, I think you can, but I <coughs> but don't they, think that she but did. Because he lives in the UK, they don't use phone numbers. Right. But so, like, he doesn't have her phone number? Whatever. Well, if they do uh, WhatsApp, it's based off of your phone number. All right. So she blocks him on WhatsApp. So he allegedly cannot get a hold of her, oh, which man. I find. My little fish is getting beat up. Uh, well, okay. He's- He's going to get beat up we like We need ash. to wrap this up so you can fix the fish. Mm, no so, can't fix it. instead of calling or trying harder, he decides he's going to write her a letter. But of course he's not going to mail this letter because that wouldn't get him on the episode. Yeah. So he has to take the Uber to Connecticut to go to her door and hand deliver this letter to her. Right. Which is completely, I mean, this whole scene is completely ridiculous because clearly... They knew he was coming. This was not very much of a surprise. Yeah. And so he gets there. Who? Yeah. Uh, Stacy answers the door and says, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, perhaps it, in their defense, perhaps they didn't. I mean, they probably just said somebody's going to come to the door. They didn't necessarily know that it was going to be him. But, right, because Darcy is all made up still and wearing ridiculous. It looks like she was wearing stilettos. the same thing. Well, yeah, because it was like, is it literally the same day? Well, well, it was. The, I mean, it was the next day because she spent the night in New York, but it was the same day she got back. Yeah. yeah so they have this little exchange, and he tries to backtrack and mm-hmm. say, "I didn't. I want to." You know, it doesn't have to be this way. We don't, none of, we don't have to, neither of us have to be angry. Mm-hmm. I, I, I wish I hadn't done that. I think he says that, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Or something very close to that. Barely. This is the most lamest apology I've yeah. ever heard. But this is the most uh, strong I've seen Darcy. Yeah. Go Where Darcy. she just says, nope. Nope. She's like, I don't, I don't, I, I, we're done. And then he tried to give her the letter. <laughs> that he wrote although it was so funny that he said that he it was better for him to put pen to paper but he was clearly <laughs> writing it from what he wrote on his phone <clears throat> so there's i guess that's a lot of thought that goes into this letter yeah. that went into this letter um but stacy did it stacy darcy didn't want it no nope. she's like nope take your letter and leave be off be off with you <laughs> And then she pretty much slammed the door in his face. She did. That was awesome. Yeah. And I don't think Tom was surprised. Yeah. Not surprised. 
And so then, then they puts the letter on her car windshield. Right. Before getting back into his. Well, he gets back into his Uber, which he asked to wait because he <laughs> knew that she was going to slam the door in his face. <laughs> like, this is not going to go good. dude. I'm pretty sure this is not going to go well. So why don't you just go ahead and wait for a second? <laughs> and then he says, this is my first time and my last time in Connecticut. Right. <laughs> it did not go well. No. So he's heading back to New York. He's leaving. He's leaving. So uh, Stacy and Darcy have a little powwow at the end to recap. And she asks Stacy to go get the letter. Yeah. Get the letter. <laughs> Because I don't want that negative energy. I don't want that negative energy in my house. So uh, rip it up and throw it away. I thought that she was going to read it. Yeah. Well, she sort of started like she was. And that's when Darcy started yelling at her. Rip it up. Rip it up. (laughs) So she ripped it up and threw it right in the dumpster. Yep. Right in the trash. That was convenient. There was a trash right there. So then we the next the 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 preview for next week is Tom getting it on via video chat at a bar <laughs> with them. Which is super rude, by girl. the way. Don't video chat in the bar. Yeah. But yeah, with his new girl. Which, are they going to be on an episode, both of them? Well, I think she is English, so there's no 90-day connection there. Oh, there might be. <laughs> I mean, I could be wrong. There just might be. All right. Yeah. All right, is that it? I believe that's it. We've got all of our couples. Yay. This was a three-hour episode. I know. It was very long. It was too long. Maybe a tad bit too long. It was an hour and a half too long. (laughs) It was good, though. I enjoyed it. Well, it'll keep us coming back. Yep. To watch episode 11. Yeah. And then do episode 11 of the Reality Happy Hour podcast with wife that's me all right well wife what do you gotta what do you gotta say remember to follow me on reality happy hour on instagram awesome all right well everyone thank you for listening comments send them over um don't forget our sponsors crunchy red fruit rancho bravo tacos and the hopefully these shows give you something uh semi-funny to listen to <laughs> well you know because who wants to hear i mean the news is stupid (laughs) yet you still insist on bringing it up well bringing it up by saying don't listen to it oh watch news for five minutes and then that's it it's like don't think about an elephant (laughs) (laughs) yeah but you can't just go see an elephant you can turn on the tv and watch the news all right so don't watch the news don't okay. read the news. That's even worse. Okay. But stay informed. We're not no. encouraging our listeners to be uninformed. Be uninformed. Everything's a lie anyway. All right. Everything. Another time we agree to disagree. I'm starting my conspiracy podcast soon. Mm. <clears throat> not affiliated with Reality Happy Hour. <laughs> All right. Um, we will leave you to the sweet sounds of Nacho. Llamarte amiga no es difícil, 
porque eso eres en verdad para mí. Pero ser tu amigo no es tan fácil, mi Kiki. Solo pretendo ser tu amante. Yo que llegué tarde, muy tarde, a tu vida tan comprometida. Ahora no vemos tarde, muy tarde, para evitarnos que la gente. 